Well, folks, Shaw Jerry Adams Arish, August Tommy Xmino Fui Coupler Ruddy and Shockton Shaw and, and Ked Rudd. The photograph in this week's Anderson Town News has me wrongfully described as Jerry Kelly. So in the green graph in the photograph it has myself and Pat Sheehan, Aisling Riley, but Mr. Kelly has uh, taken pride of place, so fair play to him. And fair play to everybody who organised and participated in the Belfast March Sunday ago to remember the hunger strikers of this and previous phases of struggle. And thousands came from all over Ireland to take part in. I met comrades there from Meath and Mayo and Dublin and Derry and Kerry and all arts and parts. And the families of the hunger strikers had pride of place and many former blanket men wearing their grey blankets and our ma women POWs helped lead the event. At the Republican plot in Milltown Cemetery, former hunger striker Pat Sheehan gave a moving personal account of his time on the blanket, of his decision to go on hunger strike, and he reflected on the courage of the hunger strikers who died, his friends and comrades, our friends and comrades, and of the enormous political impact of the hunger strike. He reminded us that the criminalisation policy of the British government was to feed Irish republicanism. So how has that worked out? He asked. The Orient State is gone. Unionist domination is gone. Sinn Féin is the largest party in the north and on the island of Ireland. Criminalisation was defeated and the injustice of partition in the British state in Ireland was exposed to international scrutiny as never before. By their heroism and sacrifice, the hunger strikers ensured that the cause of Irish freedom was renewed and that now in 2022 we're closer than ever to undoing the injustice of partition and reuniting our people and our country. And the bravery of the hunger strikers set in train a series of events that makes the momentum for political and social change unstoppable and irreversible. And that momentum, Pat said, will carry us forward to the realisation of an Irish national democracy, a republic with the rights and identities of all our people, of whatever persuasion or background, will be accommodated and cherished. And for me, a very poignant moment during the ceremony was when the blanket-clad former Fear Plude, the blanket men, the former blanket men, and the Armagh women raised clenched fits and salute to their dead comrades. And uh, thinking just about the fella, uh, I, I went to one of, I went to many events, but one of the ones I went to, which has stayed with me, is the troubles I have seen, and it's in Aris Ikenila. What, what a great venue, what a great uh, platform for so many diverse uh, events. And the Troubles I've Seen is a documentary which has been shown across the North. And the LGBT and I Heritage Project is very keen to get it into local areas. So if you can help, get in touch. The documentary 
captures the shared experiences and stories of the local LGBT community. It's directed by Conan MacIver. It's emotive. It's often funny. And it gets behind the scenes and listens and gives a voice to those who experienced or were involved in the beginning of the LGBT movement. And those involved delve into how their pride and fearlessness help them overcome the shame and harassment levelled at them by elements of society here. And with contributions from activists such as Jeffrey Dungeon, Doug Sobey, Paula Keenan, and many more. The Troubles I've Seen explores the start of the gay liberation movement and the establishment of Cara Friend. It looks into the deep sense of community and support that was forged by campaigning in the face of AIDS, legal restrictions, and the repressive political situation across this island, and particularly in the North. The LGBTNI Heritage Project is a collaboration between the main, well, the three main LGBT sector groups here in I, the Rainbow Project and Cara Friend. The funding comes from Heritage Lottery as well as Belfast City Council. And the project is a, a snapshot of local LGBT history between the years of decriminalization and the introduction of Section 75, more or less between 1980 and 1997. And the project employs a coordinator, but it's very much a volunteer-led effort with 15 active volunteers. It has a monthly LGBT history club in conjunction with the Lindenhall Library and captures stories and articles and photographs and items for its online archive and exhibitions. Mary Ellen Campbell, the indomitable Mary Ellen, is coordinator of the LGBT Heritage Project. So if you're interested in this work, or indeed if you yourself need help, or if you can host, as I said at the beginning, a viewing of the troubles I've seen, contact the LGBT Heritage Project and Mary Ellen at history at hereni.org or at hereni, first floor, 23 to 31 Waring Street, Belfast, BT, 12DX. And then speaking of the fella, uh, I, I was at a, a, a very good event, but let me just backtrack a wee bit to last May when over 20,000 of us attended the La Jarug rally in Belfast. And this event was organised by Andram Jarug in response to the continuing delay in implementing the long-promised Act Gilga. It was a great day out. Despite the understandable frustration and anger among the Irish language community, the atmosphere was one of celebration, of inspiration, of positivity. There was singing, there was chanting, there was a sea of red draped Gilgory all along the falls and into the city centre. Old lads, old ladies, family groups, teenagers, middle-aged couples and children. Tons and tons and tons of bright-eyed, excited, hyper, peisty, chanting, jarug, lafarug. 
gales galore, all determined and cheerfully facing the future. And it was obvious from the platform speeches that day that the organisers were already planning their next initiatives. So back to the FELA. FELA and FOBA this year saw the first manifestation of this. The campaign group hosted the launch of their Love Your Kerta Changa Language Rights Handbook. This handbook examines the challenges and opportunities posed by the incoming Act Gilga. It gives an overview of the most significant changes that <coughs> that a community whose rights have been denied for so long should expect and be entitled to. And the launch was complemented by an all-female panel discussion with five activists giving fascinating accounts of the trials and tribulations that they have faced on their respective journeys. All are former pupils of Gail Scullina, who have used their experience of fighting for their basic rights and actively demanding better for future generations, over more docus. I was delighted to be in the audience, and I was uplifted by the passion, the clarity of thinking, and the strategizing of these leaders. Earlier that day, the same group had launched their new website, fittingly named jarug.ie, the site centralizes community voices and connects local people with decision makers. It informs the users of their own local councils, current bilingual street signage policy, and some of these policies actually place unjustifiable obstacles in the way of those who wish to see their native language on signage. And the site informs and encourages users to apply or to challenge or to demand better based on whatever the current provision is in their council area. And the work of uh, language rights activists across the north and across the island is proving transformational and solidifying the message that Bubble and Gilger are no longer willing to be treated as second-class citizens and that the days of hear no Irish, see no Irish, speak no Irish are a thing of the past. Over the next few months, Irish language legislation, we are told, will progress through the British House of Commons. However, after listening to these women on the platform, there's no doubt that this is only the beginning for them. What has been achieved thus far has been achieved without an act. So the future is bright. I have great confidence in those who are helping to shape it. There's still plenty to do for Kyarta Changa across the island and particularly in the north, but it's clear that Andram Jarek's campaign will continue on to the long-awaited promise of rights, recognition and respect are fulfilled. So Thomas, fear, wake, devsha, moishev. The law of yours sets out some of the actions that can be taken now to advance language rights. These include applying for a bilingual street sign, challenging local councils to ensure that they are providing services to Irish speakers, using the power of social media, supporting the language campaigns. August, just na na habare, jane, maradurt na mcshine of wado hen. Don't just talk about it, go and do it. Don't sit around and wait, act now. So there are 
good guidance on how all of these different uh, actions can be used. The Love Your Kharta Changa can be accessed on the new Dram Jarag website www.jarag.ie. So Shane, you might have heard the uh, the dogs here barking. Finn Augustafia just proved that even the dogs in the street know that we're up for Irish language rights and we're led by an amazing bunch of young people and older people too. I go back to the McShines, Irish uh, Augustalandini. Ella Marsh and so no better uh, way to go out this week than with Oro Shadabahawalya and we leave it to the Clancy's to give us Oro Gunyirianta Lepsha Guramilamai Ogavsha Gular the bear gracht to ve in jeven. The goo he vrave he shell of merla. His to deal talishna gaula. Is Kritz here? 